Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey guys, I'm so excited. I have Cassie Williams joining me on this episode of Get Real, Honest Women, Honest Talk. Cassie's a bombshell. You look at her and she's like a total smoke show. The most perfect hair, which we talk about how she gets that hair because I had to know. Perfect body, awesome personality. She's got dance moves for days. And when we recorded this episode, she had not gotten engaged yet to Chuck Wicks. They are newly engaged, but we did talk all about her and Chuck's love story, how much fun they have together, how great he is with her kids, how awesome he's going to be as a father. She's also the sister of Jason Aldean, so we talk about their childhood, what it's like having an artist brother, how much she and Brittany love each other, that's Jason's wife, how they're just like besties. And honestly, Cassie's just the greatest, and her family is amazing. They're all one giant unit that just sticks together and it's so much fun. So get excited. Here's Cassie Williams. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Cassie in the house. I'm here. Here with Cassie Williams, actually in your house. Yep. Beautiful house on a downpour of a day. Yep, it's pretty dreary outside. We basically have been saying we live in Seattle. Yep. Because Nashville is so gloom and doom these days. I know. I'm ready for sunshine. I need it. <laughs> I get seasonal depression. Agreed. Same, 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 same. Like the sun comes out for like five minutes and I'm like, oh, I'm happy. <laughs> that's exactly how I was yesterday. Yeah. We were yep. talking about that. Like the sun came out for what, like four hours or something? Yep. Oh, I felt like I could like be myself again for a little bit. And then it's just snatched from you, so, taken away. Because now you have a pond in your backyard yep. that's not supposed to be there. It's not supposed to be a pond, but it's there. We could go <laughs> swimming or get a boat. Maybe. I don't Do you know. you have a kayak? No, but we should get one. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I mean, I appreciate the rain. I love nature and all that, but I'm it's I'm at my max with it. Like I really Yeah, I need sunshine. I'm ready for spring, yes. summer, all of it. I know. And I'm like pale 
extra bronzer right you're now. You're not. Okay, so. well, your bronzer's working for you. Yeah, it's there, so. So we were talking, it's kind of melancholy now because you used to have this awesome compound situation with your brother right up the street. I did. Like Who's Jason right Aldean. Next door, yes. And y'all have, well, A, y'all have like this amazing relationship where y'all have been like besties from the beginning. I saw a picture of you hugging him. I stalked your Instagram all the way back to like your first photo. That's how like <laughs> weird I feel as like an interviewer because I go all the way back to the beginning. That's funny. I know, but I'm like, it's my job, right? <laughs> to yeah, stalk. totally. It's, no, it's normal. It's fine. But you're like hugging him and like kissing his face. And you're like, I've been aggravating you since the beginning or something. Always like, well, he's seven years older than me. So he was always, the, you know, big brother and like always just way cooler. And was so, he protective of you or what was he like towards you? He was like when it came to guy stuff later on in life. But as a smaller child, he's like more of like toughing me up and. <laughs> I mean, we would play wiffle ball outside for hours and he would never let me hit. So then I'd be like, well, I'm going inside. We lived in Florida. It was hot, you know, and I'm like, I'm not playing anymore. He's like, oh, okay. You can, you can hit now. I'll pitch to you. And so I'd get like five pitches and he's like, okay, it's my turn now. And then he would always make me like, guess what baseball player he was swinging like. Like he had all their swings and like, I'd have to do slides into him and him get me out it was like so he made you kind of a tomboy total tomboy and then with that of course I wanted to be him so then like I would whatever hat he had I needed that hat too Stop. and he got so annoyed <laughs> like oh you're gonna wear an Oakland A's hat me too I want an Oakland A's hat <laughs> Stop. so oh major would tomboy. he let you hang around with him or did he try to be like yeah okay. no he did like he always let me hang around and Sometimes he would get in trouble because he wouldn't have me like home in time because he's older. So I'd be out way later than, you know, a seven year old or eight year old should be <laughs> out. But, you know, he'd let me tag along and be there. So it was fun. So what was childhood like in California? And you're probably in Florida. Oh, yeah. In Florida. Yeah. What, so what was a daily like a day like in y'all's house? Um, so Jason came for the summers normally. Okay. So he um live with his mom so we have the same dad so okay. we're half um through my through our dad and so he always lived in georgia and then during the summers is like when he came for the whole summer so he was there so i mean it was fun because i was out of school he was out of school so i mean my dad went to work every day it was like me and my brother and my mom and I mean, basically what I just said, we would play wiffle ball <laughs> and go swimming. We had a pool. And so it was that and riding the bikes around the neighborhood, you know, just normal kid stuff, I guess. So then flash forward, you go, y'all both go to college. Y'all go to different colleges. Well, Cause y'all stayed so close. What I was going to say in the beginning is y'all even stayed so close that in Nashville, you had a compound, like your houses were right next door. Yeah. Until well, they just moved. And so I guess, I mean, we've always been close, but then there's, there's been times in our life where, you know, things were just busy. Maybe we weren't, weren't around each other as much. Um, so I, when I was in college, Jason didn't go to college. He skipped out on that That's how Michael you know, did to too. pursue something a little bit bigger. Michael did the same thing. He's like, college is for the birds. Yeah. I don't need this. And so Jason did the same. But um, I think I, when you know your dream, though, it's like, why go spend all that money when you exactly. know you're not going to use it? And he was not, he didn't enjoy school so much <laughs> anyways. Like he would have gone to college to play baseball. I was going to say, yeah. how did he pick music over baseball? I don't know. I, I I don't know exactly how. I mean, I think it was just something that he really loved. And um, the timing of it all, when he was starting, 
Uh, and then maybe the idea of actually going to class to play baseball Sounds was miserable. like, didn't sound very great to him. So <laughs> that might've had something to do with it, but, but yeah, so he didn't go to college. He moved to Nashville and then, so I was in high school, you know, when he first started and then, um, I went to U- university of Georgia, Okay. which, you know, Jason's a huge Georgia fan yet. He's never set foot in a classroom in jo- at Georgia. Unless I think it was it's so funny. Cause Brittany, his wife, obviously, and him have such a rivalry with, Oh yeah. With, she's huge Bama. But I guess he's just diehard Georgia. You yep. don't have to go to school to be that. Nope. It's where you're from. I guess your roots run. He's deep. in it. So yeah. <laughs> it's serious. Like they it's don't very talk serious. to each other. Like, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> funny. But, and now, um, my daughter Avery has become a Bama fan with Brittany. So it's just them oh, two no. against the whole family. Where do you fall? Oh, I went to Georgia. So, so I'm di- a die- are you diehard? Yeah, diehard Georgia. Are you just as That's diehard? it. Yeah. No, I'm like, there's nothing else. That's all. <laughs> That's all I got. So, so you're like, I went to school. This is my alma mater. That's like, it. Everyone else. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Yeah. So it was fun. So, um, but with that being said, I went to college. So we kind of, you know, we're doing our own things. Of course, I always supported him with things that he had going on, sneaking into clubs, you know, when I was in high school and stuff, my dad would get me in. So I've been going to bars since I was like 12. Love it. Yeah. So I guess um, they didn't really have that kind of makes them lose their luster a little bit too. You know, you know, they're always still fun somehow. <laughs> they were fun then and Is now they're like, fun again. Is so, that how you learned all your dance moves? You know, I, I used to like have some mean line dancing skills. I'm not going to lie. So like good. I was but good. you have some major rhythm dance skills in general. Like oh, every time I've been out with that. you, when like music comes on, like hip hop music and all sorts of stuff, like you can break it down with your bad self. I love music. I love dancing. I don't know that but I'm you're good, so at, good it. at it. No, I just, I do love it though. It's fun. You're so good at it. I, you're one of those people that I watch. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could dance like Stop. that. No. So when I start dancing, it's like, like I need to be pretty at three sheets in the wind before I try to bust out some dance moves. <laughs> I normally am if you see any of those moves that you're referring to. <laughs> And Brittany's, Brittany's a fun one to dance Brittany's with, Brittany's a great She's dancer, too. She's a great too. dancer. And she knows, like, every word to every rap song. All of it. Yep. When the guys at Thousand Horses wrapped up touring with Jason a couple of years ago, like, there was a karaoke party, and Brittany got out at the end and, like, did this major rap dance, like, thing. Oh, and I was like... She's serious, like, about it. And she crushes it. it. Yeah, she gets serious. She yes. gets a serious <laughs> face on, and it's on. It's on. And yeah. I'm like... A, how do you know all these words? And B, like, you're amazing. She's funny. I love her. Yeah, she is amazing. Okay, so you got you went to Georgia. Yep. And then what happened after that? You go so to school? So I graduated. Actually, I graduated in three years from Georgia. Look at you. I know. And then all my friends were still in college, and I didn't know what to do. So I... Um, I actually became a flight attendant for a few months. How was that? It was terrible. It was not for me. Some people love it and some people hate it. Okay, tell me the perks and the downfall of being a flight attendant. I actually didn't stay long enough to even get any of the perks. (laughs) Like I had my best friend as my extra person. We were going to travel and all that. I didn't even make it to that point. So did you I immediately realize it wasn't for you? Yeah. And then, um, what was it about it? That, uh, I turbulence? Think, no, I, I don't know. I think just being on your feet all day and you were, it's not as glamorous as it looks probably like some other jobs as well. They're not as glamorous as they look, but, yes. um, just like staying in hotels every night yeah. and all that. I was, it wasn't for me. Yeah. How yeah. cool that you did that though. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was a fun experience. You're so cool. And then I did radio advertisement for a year. Okay. And then 
I got into pharmaceutical sales, which is what I do now. Okay. Yeah. And how's that been? It's awesome. It's cool. Uh, I've been in lots of different divisions and what's cool about it is I feel like we actually, you know, growing up, I always wanted to be a doctor and all that. So now I work. So you've always been like hand. super smart well, or I enjoyed know. school. Yeah. I, I don't know. I worked really hard. So I always was a studier. Like I would freak out. I didn't make my first B until I was like a sophomore in college. And oh I like gosh. freaked out and panicked. Are and you kidding me? We're so opposite. I like cheated my way through school. That's funny. I always just like tried to like slide by. Yeah. So, but now it's cool. Cause I'm literally, I work side by side with doctors and you know, just knowing helping patients every day and all of that it's really cool to have that kind of an impact so do you sell lots yeah you're in there yeah you're in it with all the saving lives and your drugs help save lives yeah do you sell a certain type or do you sell a lot yeah so now i call them cardiologists so okay oh heart yeah that's a big deal it is it is and it it's very eye-opening on everything that they see and that patients go through. So it's been a different but cool experience to be in that. My dad just went through a ton of heart stuff this Christmas. And the respect I have for doctors, mm-hmm. nurses, people in the medical field, like just keeping that all going, it is absolutely it's insane. So, um, well, it's scary, one, to be on the other side of it as yes. a patient. But then, yeah, they're so good at what they do and – just everything that they ha- they have to keep up with and with all the patients that they see, it's kind of crazy, but yeah, they're good. Are you like ever in the room with like surgeries? So I'm not like with surgeries, but I'll go in the cath lab. So I okay. do see like procedures being done. So it's not like a... What is that like when you're watching a procedure? It's crazy. I mean, somebody's heart is beating and they're, they've got wires going and through. And it's life and death. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes. Um, and so they're stenting them and... Um, so it it is, it's crazy and just like amazing the things that they can do. My dad got a stent and I think it's crazy that like it goes through your leg. Yep. Like you don't even have to necessarily have open heart surgery. Like they can use a scope and go through your leg and get into the artery. They'll go through your um, wrist sometimes too. They just follow a vein. Yep. They just go through and get into your heart. So insane. It is crazy. Yep. It's just so crazy. Modern medicine. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness we live in this day and age. Yep. We're watching game of Thrones right now. And like, have you seen that? No, I haven't seen it. It's a commitment. (laughs) Everyone, like all these people say they love it and I'm on season five and I'm like, when am I going to love this show? And you're on five. And I'm on five and I'm like, okay, I appreciate it. And I do love it, but it's like, it's a lot it's a lot but like the lifestyle and just like people getting their heads chopped off and everyone's sick all the time I'm like we are so lucky we're so lucky to live in this day and age yeah where modern medicine and yes yes human rights all of that (laughs) yeah yeah truly okay so when did you move to Nashville and what made you move to Nashville so I moved to Nashville I guess five and a half years ago okay and just my brother's always lived here and it's somewhere I always loved coming. I've been coming up here for gosh, years, like 20 years probably at this point. So where were you living before? In Georgia. Okay. So yeah. So you stayed kind of like near yeah. where you went to school? Yep. So I, we grew up in, I grew up in Florida until I was about 12. Okay. And then when Jason graduated high school, my dad actually kind of went on the road with him some and helped oh, him get fun. started. So that was cool. But I was, um, you know, I stayed in Georgia and went to school there and everything. So, so lived there, graduated college there, and then we moved up here 
five and a half years ago. So uh, there was an opening with my company. It just made it easy. And you're like, and, yeah. my family lives there. Does your yeah. dad and mom now live here? Yes. So they moved after me. So once I was up here, they're like, well, there's no reason Is for us to stay. Is it just you and Jason as siblings? Yes. Okay. Yep. Heck so yeah. They gotta get, we the got to get, the family's yep. got to get up here. And they're so involved in everything that we do. So I knew once I moved, they would follow suit and they did. So Has it been a blast having the whole family here? So nice. I feel like we're closer than ever. And I mean, we just do everything together. It's like not even like a thought. A, a we just cr- do everything. Yeah. Y'all, y'all have like a, y'all have a running crew. It's yeah. like, and now you and Chuck, which we're going to get to you and yeah. Chuck in a little bit, but you and Chuck, your beau, so <laughs> funny and cute. And y'all are the cutest couple. Uh, Jason and Brittany, I feel like Jenna and Silver, John. Yeah. Jenna and John Silver Purdue. Yeah. Stage name Silver. Yeah. Um, your parents. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, is that the core crew? Yeah. And then Jason's mom and her husband, they're always at so everything too. So did Jason's too. mom and her husband and your dad and your mom all get along? Oh yeah. We go on vacations together. No way. We're every holiday. Everybody's together. So that's one of those scenarios where they just were better friends than being married. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I grew up staying at Debbie's house and like, I would say the night there. And so that Jason and I could hang out. So Debbie's Jason's mom and Barry is your dad, you and Jason's dad and your mom is Vivian. Right. So Barry and Debbie, mm-hmm. they're Jason's parents yes. get along. Great. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, we literally, we do everything. And you together. would go stay with them. And how oh, lucky yeah. is that? Since I was little, I've, we've always gone to their house and, it's just that's the norm for us, which is like not the norm for most people. But but what a blessing is that? Yeah, so nice. No drama, and we get to do. You know, we have everybody together for holidays, so Jason doesn't have to you know split it and go back and forth or anything like that. So Debbie and her husband live here too. Yes, we're all right here. <laughs> Everybody's so here. Awesome. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh, we're y'all all kind of in the same area. Yep. So we're all probably at le- like 10 to 15 minutes away from each other. Uh, I was right next door to Jason they, and Brittany. And they and had now, to go and move. I know. And the funny thing is, is when he bought his place, I moved right next door and he's <laughs> like, and this is it. We're not moving. You better not move. Like we don't, we need to know that you're not going to ever move. I'm like, okay, well, well I'm going to stay here. It's fine. <laughs> and then now they've moved. I'm like, what happened to this is your forever home? We made an oath. <laughs> yeah. True. So now I'm like looking at properties <laughs> where they're building now. I'm like, can we do this again? I don't know. I know. Yeah. It really was like the dream scenario. It was. All the kids could hang out. Mm-hmm. Cause you have, okay. We'll talk about your kid situation. You have Avery, who's eight. Yes. And then I have Maddie and Mackenzie, who are 18 and 19. And um, I actually adopted them when they were five and six. So their biological mom passed away with breast cancer at 30. So they were really little. And so when I got together with my now ex-husband at the time, I adopted them when we got married. And I've been mom since since then for the longest time it was just us and them and then Avery came along a lot later how old were you when you became mom oh god I was so I had just graduated college so I think I was 21 when we started dating and then we had moved in together I was probably like 22 so like 22, it like kind of started. Oh my yeah. gosh. Was that a shock or were you ready for it or did you just I roll into it? I was just so naive to everything and I had so much energy at that <laughs> age and just like ready to conquer the world. So I just did it. I just did things and 
I mean, it was fun. It was, I don't know. I just had fun with them. I freak, you are, I, I love that. I love that that's your mentality. You're like, let's go, let's yeah. do it. Who cares? Let's rock. Now thinking about it, I'm like, <laughs> how did I do that? I'm so tired all the time. I know. I feel so tired all the time. Yeah. And we were talking a little bit earlier because I've shared on some of my podcasts, like Michael and I have had a pregnancy journey that, you know, and a lot of women have that it's, it's not just like this, oh, I'm going to get pregnant and here I go. Let's just make it happen. Right. We had a miscarriage and a chemical pregnancy and tried for 10 months and like, it can be a really, um, sad, lonely, anxious journey. It's such an emotional roller coaster such an sometimes. emotional roller coaster. Yeah. And I know you kind of went through some of that with Avery. Yeah. So <laughs> I had to do IVF with her. And so, um, before I got pregnant though, I got pregnant the very first time I went through IVF and then I miscarried as well the first time. And what and does a miscarriage do to your heart? Because it, it, it well, was a really- I wanted this so bad. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I mean, obviously I had Maddie McKenzie, but I wanted to be pregnant. Like that was all I ever wanted in life was to be a mom. Like from, I mean, the time I could hold a baby doll, that's what I wanted to be in life and is a mom. And so, I don't know. Like I wanted that pregnancy so bad. And then when you miscarry, it's like, I mean, like just a gut punch, literally. I mean, Mm -hmm. in every way, form, I don't know. And so, I mean, it was devastating. It really is. And I feel like I've talked to so many women who've gone through this and Mm -hmm. I don't, you kind of feel so alone when it's happening to you, but one in three women have a miscarriage. I feel like now so many people talk about it a lot more Mm -hmm. at the time. I mean, I didn't even have any friends that had been pregnant at that point. So like, I didn't know how to go through it. I didn't know like how to feel or like what to talk about with people. So honestly, I feel like I just didn't talk about it as much. Mm -hmm. I just kind of kept it in and just was so devastated and sad by it. Um, and then had to go through the IVF process again. And then, and that's an exhausting process. Oh, all the and hormonal too, and right? hormones and just like, like prodding of your body of shots. That you have to yeah. Get. Oh, it was longer than that. I don't, I can't remember all. It seemed like forever because I essentially had to do three rounds of IVF and, um, finally on the third round I got pregnant. And so it, it did end happy. Thank goodness. So, yeah. And I like fear moving forward, like moving forward to hopefully when we are able to carry a child full term and all mm-hmm. that, I feel like the fear of like miscarriage is always in the back of your mind. Yeah. I feel <clears throat> it is there. Like you'll have moments where, you know, you're just so into the pregnancy <laughs> and all that, but if anything, any slight little, you feel something weird or anything happens, you freak out freak out and I feel like you probably don't understand that unless you've been through it right because otherwise you're like oh no big deal it's normal yeah but the thought of like having it happen again that to me is the most terrifying oh yeah but you're gonna be good it's all good so (sighs) I know it's a lot of faith a lot of trust like yeah I feel like going through all that has really like forced me to try to surrender even though it's really hard you do I mean you really like dig deep in those moments and a lot of prayer and just I mean that's really all you can do during those times and even with Avery um towards the end I like started spotting a little bit oh, and then that was like gut-wrenching like because I was straight? pretty far along at that point you're straight into a panic attack oh yeah and then you're like googling like okay she's this many weeks can she like survive if she's <laughs> born right now and so you go through all of those kinds of emotions and 
Um, so I was on bed rest for a long time. So I just milk that for the <laughs> longest time though. Like I'm not doing anything. I'll lay right here. And so that's how I feel like it's a season of your life. You want this child so much. It's like, why am I, why would I want to push myself right so hard yeah when i mean not and i know the body can handle it and probably like anything yeah. that we would do oh i see these girls doing crossfit and stuff i'm People like i wish i could have done that I, I was just scared but i know you can do you know work out and do all that stuff but i don't know we'll see maybe that, maybe i'll get to see you again one day yeah you and chuck <laughs> maybe you guys are gonna have the most beautiful babies <laughs> <laughs> let's hope that we can do that one day i don't know we'll see this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Okay, so here comes Chuck. Talk uh-huh. to me about Chuck Wicks entering your life. And he's on, uh, what's this radio show called? Uh, well, now it's the Ty Bentley show. Okay. Yeah. And, and so, so it's a syndicated. morning show, syndicated show. Yep. 
Chuck also is a great singer. Yes. I freaking love him. Still my favorite is Stealing Cinderella. Yep. That song. Love it. That he came out with, busted onto the music scene with back in the day. Yep. Um, so funny. Yes. And how did he enter your life? Talk to me about y'all's relationship because y'all are the cutest thing I've ever seen. And I feel like I was sort of there in the beginning. Like I saw you one of your really first dates. early. Yeah, you were there pretty early. Um... I mean, I, it was really unexpected because... How did y'all meet? I, well, I had just gone through a divorce, and so I really was just enjoying being single and by you myself. You weren't trying to date. No, I was just, like, having fun. <laughs> Honestly, with my girlfriends, I had a couple girlfriends that were single, so we would travel and just, like, have fun. And so, actually, one of my girlfriends was in town, and um, she forced me to go. We went to brunch with like uh, several girls and she's like let's just go to a couple more places it was like a Sunday afternoon I'm like no I'm good we're going home <laughs> and she goes come on you have to and Brittany even was like oh go you have to go for just a little bit it's not Live an option you have to go so I was like okay just for a little bit I'll go so we go and we actually ended up at Dirks's bar at Whiskey Row. Okay, so y'all are downtown. Y'all are doing the deal. We're like doing it on a Sunday, okay? <laughs> Girls and gone so out. Okay. We went to actually see a friend play and we walk upstairs and um there was Chuck and Did he, you know him? Well, so he had been like commenting on the he on the gram you a little out? bit like he like made a few little sly comments on a couple of my pictures on over to your instagram uh, oh, yeah. and so i would comment back and then um like we didn't really know each other at all like i think we had seen each other before he'd been creeping on your gram he was on it and my my older girls are so funny they're like who is that guy <laughs> with the blue check mark commenting on your instagram oh my god Gosh, so he had been interested. He found you and yeah. he was like, okay. And so that happened. And then, um, so we had kind of like talked, not talked, but just commented on, on Instagram. And then when I walked into the bar that was night, he, standing he was just there. And I'm like, oh my God. Actually, my girlfriend was like, there's Chuck Wicks. I'm like, oh, great. Uh, hi. So how did y'all so make the introduction? Awkward. We just walked, I mean, literally like kind of just walked over and, um, he had some friends in town and so we just kind of like started hanging out and then all of a sudden the three o'clock in the afternoon turned into like one o'clock in the morning so y'all hung out all day all day and, it and was just what was fun. it like were you like okay i'm feeling this well it was just so easy and fun like my girlfriend was there so it was kind of us three for a little bit his friends went to a concert and it was just i don't know like friends hanging out like almost like we had known each other for a long time and so that happened, and then he actually asked me on an, a real date okay, that what was night. Your first, did you go out that night? On no, 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 no. Later? Like, he asked me for later on in the week to go, like, to dinner. Okay. And so we went to dinner downtown. And how was that? It was great. It's so funny. I, <clears throat> uh, we tell the story sometimes, but he took me to dinner, and it was actually at Oak Steakhouse downtown. So there's this huge, like, staircase, and he went to the bathroom. So I'm sitting there by myself, and all of a sudden, this guy catches my eye, like, walking down the stairs. I'm like, oh, my God, he's really hot. Well, it was Chuck <laughs> that I was on a date with, on the first date with. So literally, he sits down, and I, like, immediately just tell him what just happened. He's like, well, I'm glad to know you're checking other guys out, but at least it was me. So it's kind of just been like that the whole time. Was it pretty instant after that? Yeah. Were y'all, like, a I mean, pair? I, I mean, I, like... I feel like we were trying to take our time with it and like not label it. But I mean, I feel like, yeah, as soon as that happened that day, I mean, we were 
pretty much together. Yeah. So. Oh my it's gosh. Crazy. So is he as funny at home as he is? Just like he's always on. I mean, he gets up at three forty-five in the morning, goes to work. I mean, even in the morning, if I like have a comment he will comment back and he's on it like he is in a good mood always in a good mood all the time is he ever in a bad mood no like <laughs> his bad mood is nothing like it's my every day I feel like <laughs> he's really not I mean even when he is in a bad mood it's like it's so quick it I mean it's literally a moment of it's not like a day of a bad mood so I always admire people like that like how how do they just stay so optimistic all the time he I don't know I'm, I mean I feel like I have to intentionally say optimistic like I am so grateful. I feel like you are that though. I am yeah but I can sink into like my emotions like if I let them creep yeah. like I can like go down to like a, a, a just into a well of yeah. all of my feelings oh me too <laughs> <laughs> well and I get like I don't know, worked up about just stuff that really shouldn't matter. But in the moment, it seems important to me. Yes. And Chuck's just one, like, he's really helped me just change my personality. It's like, he goes with the flow, he doesn't get worked up about anything, even like in stressful situations, like he just had a show not that long ago. And I'm like, okay, come on. Like you got to go to the stage. Like, and he's still talking to people and I'm like, let's get it going. Come on. Like I'm more stressed out for about it than he is. But what's it like dating an artist now? Cause you've always been an artist's sister. And like, how does like being the oh sister God. compared to being the girlfriend? So weird. Actually. Is there a difference? A huge Would difference. you get stressed with Jason or were you always just like, oh, he's, he's well, got this. Whatever. I feel like I don't even think about it with Jason. Like Jason's just so good at everything he like <laughs> that he does always. And so, and it's just turned into such a big thing and it just works like clockwork. So I, I mean, I'm always just there for the good time. <laughs> you know, I don't see all the background, like stress and work that goes into it. I'm just show up to the shows and have mm -hmm. fun and do that part of it. <clears throat> What's funny is with Chuck, I really didn't know him as an artist before. So like, I didn't know like his music. I never seen him perform live or anything like that. So I thought it was going to be a deal breaker because I'm like, <laughs> okay, if he's awkward or not good, like this is not going to work in you my family. You can't date someone who's not good and you don't like their music. No. And Thankfully, I mean, especially Chuck is one of the best voices ever. He's so good. And like, honestly, he gets on stage and he just owns it. And I mean, he's amazing at what mm -hmm. he does and he's funny and his personality comes out and it's so good. But that first time I saw him live, I'm like, here we go. This might be the end this of might, it. If it would have been a bad show, like you might have been if like, it was bad. I mean, because unfortunately you have Jason that you're going to compare everything I to. I know. And then <laughs> fortunately, like, unfortunately, if it was like awkward, I mean, my brother can be like a little judgy too. I'm like, I can't be bringing around a guy that like sucks at music, to, like to the family events. So no, but luckily Chuck's awesome. He's great at what he does. And then him and Jason are really close. Like, okay. So talk to me about that. Cause was Jason like big protective older brother? Like when you got on no. the dating scene, was he well, like, he, yes and no. Um, he, so he knew Chuck for before. And did us. he like him? So he's always liked Chuck. I mean, Chuck's hard not to like. Yeah. I, and that's the funny thing is like, I was putting, I was getting like any information I could about Chuck from anybody that would give it. But then Jason was also doing that too. So one of Jason's band members actually used to be in Chuck's band. Okay. So, I mean, we were doing like our so background you, you checks like on, him. on him. I have everything on Chuck. So. <laughs> I was just like trying to find anything bad and literally you, anybody in this town that you talk to, 
everybody says he's a nice guy he's so nice like he really is a good person and everything's always been true I mean he really is he's just so nice he's really good to the core and it's just so nice to be with somebody like that and so it's fun so what are Jason and Chuck like together they're just funny I mean they're both funny in their own right like (laughs) Jason's really funny and I think a lot of times people don't see that side of him I know you have something I've noticed with Jason that I would never have suspected was that he can be one of the girls. Like, oh, yeah. I never knew that, like, because, you know, some guys, like, can't hang out with girls. They yeah. don't really know how to girl talk or anything. But, like, Jason can get, like, with, like, four like or five girls all up in and it. get up in the girl talk. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, when that when I first started realizing that, I was like, this is amazing. He'll kill me. But even <laughs> last night at dinner, we're, like, talking about Kardashians. <laughs> and then Chuck finally goes, how did I get sucked into this? And he's like, dude, you're domesticated like me. We're in it. <laughs> so that's just what they do now. It's what I got uh, Michael watching The Bachelor now. Oh, yeah. He was hating on it for so long. And then finally, like, I forced him into watching it. And now he, like, he won't admit it. But mm-hmm. he looks forward to Monday nights. Mm-hmm. He knows what's oh, happening. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, Jason can get in with a girl talk. But then... They'll have Chuck and him will do poker nights. It'll be like him, um, Jason and Chuck, my dad, like a couple other guys. And they do poker nights out. Well, it used to be in the bowling alley. Now they don't have that at the moment. But the, so it, it's coming again <laughs> in the new house that they're building. Okay, good. So, um, but yeah, so it's fun that it's nice that Chuck and Jason get along so well. That's and so nice. They have the same humor and... You know, Chuck obviously is in the business as well. And so there's like that respect level, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Like, just they, the they respect. speak the same language. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. And then Brittany's like one of my closest friends So how as is well. that having one of like your besties as your sister-in-law? And y'all even like look alike. Y'all oh are like God. twins. Jason hates that. He hates when people <laughs> say that. He He's like, no, y'all don't. <laughs> y'all do. But we're like, yeah, we do. Y'all actually really do. <laughs> so, um, no, I love it. I love her. I love like how she's made our family. How has she changed <clears throat> the dynamic of your family? She just made us all so much closer. Like she always is just thoughtful and like make sure everybody's included and you know guys sometimes don't think that way they do not including my brother (laughs) but he's even gotten better I feel like because of her and like just being thoughtful and um you know like like we said we're always all together so she's been a big part of that I feel like and she's just funny in her own right and just fun to be around (laughs) and so but it's nice like her and I are so similar um so I feel like we can tell each other everything and like it's a circle of trust. So yes, it's, it's good. It's like a real sister. It is. Yeah. It's nice. I never had that growing up. How great. And how great though to love Jason's wife, like Chuck and Jason get along, you and Brittany get along. Yeah. Is that like a dream come true? It's like, yeah, dream, <laughs> dream, dream. Yeah. It makes it just so nice and fun and easy. I don't know. And I feel like you guys have with, are those turkeys in your oh, backyard? Oh yeah. There's, oh, yeah. oh my gosh. They're, there's like. 30 turkeys. <laughs> Y'all hunt them? No. <laughs> Brittany would get, we do not hunt turkeys or deer. But Chuck and Jason are both hunters, right? They're big hunters, <laughs> but we don't we don't hunt on our own properties. I mean, you have like Brittany's request. So many turkeys. I know. They're right there. Holy cow. Now that's a sight to see. Yep. So, um what was I going to ask you? Uh Okay, Brittany, all four of y'all getting along. Yep. Yeah. And then, I don't know. So how has Chuck been with your kids? So good. Like, 
It's so, I think, because I wasn't expecting to get in a relationship so soon, mm. um, I didn't know what to expect. I was, that's always was something that I was nervous about. I didn't even know if I would ever like find anybody else because I come with a lot. I have three kids and two of them are in college and an eight-year-old who's very sassy and like <laughs> fun, but opinionated and all of that. And so um, Chuck came in and he just, I don't know, like it's so easy and normal and he's so light with everything. And so he's just fit right in with our family. They love him. How is so his dynamic much. with all the girls? So with Avery, he's just like fun. I mean, they're around each other more than the older two. She's at the radio station right now I, on air. Oh yeah, she was on it. She <laughs> loved every minute of it. I asked her, I was like, is this something you want to do when you're older? She's like, um, yeah, wouldn't you? I'm like, no, but I mean, you would be great at it. But, um, so they're fun. He plays music. She dances and I mean, they have the same humor, Avery and him. So they just literally banter all day. It's the oh cutest gosh. thing and annoying and fun and funny. So and they're little besties. Day. Oh, yeah. They're and super Chuck's cute. so good with kids. So good. And then Maddie McKenzie, they love him, too. And they're funny. Like, all my kids are so funny. And I'm not funny at you all. You are no, funny. I'm not funny. But I love well, you being. You appreciate humor. I appreciate humor. I want to be all up in it. That's how I so, feel. Yeah. Like, I feel like I am not. Like, I, if I was trying to crack a joke, it would fall flat. I would never even try. No. But I love humor. Yeah, I love being around it. I love. <laughs> laughing and all of that so the older two they're really funny too so they immediately just like got Chuck and understood him they got him or he got them and so it's like when they're home it's fun as well and um it's funny like my middle she runs track and then Chuck obviously does all the Ironmans oh and gosh. marathons and all that He's stuff done like how many Ironmans I don't even know a lot Oh, More than normal. That's the hardest I mean. thing you could ever do. <clears throat> right. Competition on your body. It's like a try. It's like a marathon run. You have to swim like two miles, and then you have to bike like a hundred. I don't know. Miles. Yeah, he does like he does half marathon, so it's not as oh big. okay. Still, I mean, but so, it's like still like <laughs> seventy miles on a bike or whatever. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but so she runs track, but so she'll call Chuck about whatever running and times, or she's had a good time, and he gets all pumped up about it. So. They all have their like little unique, cute relationships. So it's Does cute. it make you so happy to see so, how great he is with them? So happy. Yeah. Does it make you have baby fever? Oh, I got baby <laughs> fever. Everybody, all my friends are having babies, <laughs> which is weird to think. Like I've got adults essentially as children. And then to think about having babies again is kind of mind blowing. It's exciting and scary, but I mean, hopefully I'll get to do that. So oh, you'll do it. Y'all will make cute babies. Yeah. And the great news is Brittany's been pregnant forever. So long. I mean, she's been pregnant for like two years straight. Two years. I mean, I, you might as well just knock it out, I guess. I know. So then y'all can have little cousins. I know. She's, I mean, Brittany's like. She's on it. Literally. With you, I'm not even joking. She has a box that she, when they moved, it had all baby stuff. And it's like <laughs> Cassie's baby boy. Stop like, it. Okay. No pressure here. <laughs> But so she's like very ready for us. She's to have not a putting baby. the pressure on at all. I mean, she like she would hold the baby and be like, "So Chuck, you know, anytime <laughs> now, or I've got this to give you whenever you're ready." And so, oh my yeah, gosh, she does not hide it at all. But how, how was it with her knocking out those two babies back to back? Was crazy. that exhausting? I know, but they're so cute. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh, they literally make the cutest babies. It's a little stressful for me, but you know, you make the fun. cutest babies too. You and Chuck are gonna make. A I can't wait. It'll be see. fun. And Chuck is already like, he's loving babies. He's got baby he's fever. He's got baby fever. So it's a matter of 
time. I okay. Mean, stay, okay. Stay tuned, guys. <laughs> stay tuned. So how have you guys, with Jason being this huge, obviously, superstar, how have y'all managed to not let fame really affect you guys? Like, I know it affects your life, but y'all managed to keep this tight-knit group and this lifestyle and your family so close and your friends so close. And how have you dealt with fame? I feel like that all, honestly, comes from Jason. It's kind of how how he holds himself. Um, he is who he is, like, <laughs> to the core. There's, like, no changing it, guessing it. You know who he is. And so... With that, I think he's just always stayed loyal to his true friends, and um, his he keeps a tight knit crew, so it doesn't go. It's not very big, but everybody's really close. And so, so you to be yourself. Yeah. So you know, we do things. It's always the same people, and you can relax, and everybody's trusted. And mm-hmm. so I feel like it all just comes from him and like how he's handled it, and everybody's kind of followed suit with what he's done. So and then kind of like living in the country and stuff, you have yeah. different space. And oh, well, I don't know if this is this country. This is definitely country. <laughs> Where are you from? I'm from Texas. Waco, Texas. Oh, okay. City, I guess. Okay. But you're cl- close enough to the city. Yeah, we're cl- I mean, it's 30 minutes to get downtown without yeah. traffic. Yeah. So we can get to the city, but, I mean, we're on acreage. We don't see a neighbor. That's nice. It is kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because they're in, like, Franklin's not too far. Like, I mean, you, you have, like, you're you're not too far. We're out. not too far. Yeah. So I mean, you got turkeys in your backyard. We got turkeys. There are deer. There's coyotes, like whatever you want. It's out here. It's right. I mean, it's here. <laughs> what are your favorite things to do on the farm, like living out here? Um, like, what are your hobbies? <clears throat> hobbies? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't chasing Avery around mostly, <laughs> but her and Chuck will like feed the deer. And then the back porch when the weather's nice is nice to be out there. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll literally, we don't really live outside. stay inside. We just go outside. No. And I mean, we're, if the sun is out, Avery's out. outside. She's riding the bike, so I'm outside. We're we're just like doing things out there. But mm-hmm. that's the best. Yeah, that's like I we live right in the middle of the city, and I love it, and it's great. But we have like neighbors all around us, mm-hmm. and it's so tight. And I'm like, how great would it be just to open your door and breathe fresh air, and just look yeah. around and see? All. I mean, I don't even have curtains. How Chuck, awesome is that? Chuck gets a little like annoyed with the no curtain situation <laughs> but I'm like why there's no reason there's nobody out here I know when I pulled up I locked my car out of habit but I'm like why am I even locking yep. my car you don't have to worry about it isn't that nice do you ever get like scared of ghosts or anything like when it gets dark oh, and not, raining by yourself not ghosts <laughs> but I mean like a stranger there's been a couple of nights where the dogs will just bark for no reason like, so hell? we're like mm. so Chuck's like you know man of the house and he like <laughs> tries to handle it but I know he's secretly just as nervous and scared but it's never anything but. and he just moved in yeah and how's that been it's all good it's all been great yeah it's like super easy and this has been a breeze I know it's I'm like is this too good to be true <laughs> it's not it's good okay so I have to ask you two other questions that have been weighing on me a lot okay a you have the best hair it looks beautiful right now, but you also have this way of doing it natural curly. Yeah. How does, how do you do that? Because I try to do mine this wave and it mine still looks like straw at the end. <laughs> like what do you put in your hair to get that perfect curl? It's, it's funny. Everybody <laughs> asks me that. Cause you have the best curled, like it's like wavy curl yeah. ever. And so uh, it is naturally curly. And then, um, 
I, all I have ever used for like 25 years is Pantene Pro-V Curl Defining Mousse. Okay, I'm going to take a picture so of that before I leave your house. that's literally all I It's so cheap. You get it at CVS, Target, Walmart, How wherever. Much do you, okay, when you're in the shower, do you brush your hair? Do you run your fingers through your hair? Do you well, brush I, your like hair? Like I'll wash my hair with shampoo and conditioner, and then I get out. I brush it You brush out. it? Wait, you yeah. actually brush it out? Yeah. I brush my hair, and then I put a ton of mousse, like a lot of it. And then just scr- I just scrunch it, and then the diffuser that you put on the end of the blow dryer, mm-hmm. I just diffuse it all the way dry, so it can't be wet at all. At the you end. diffuse it all the way, all the way dry, and then it's just curly. And then that's it. That's it. You brush it though. Yeah, I never because, brush mine. Yeah, I don't know why. I guess because like I feel like it gets knotted if you if I don't brush it. Okay, I'm gonna take a picture of this. Stuff, yeah, because I. I've been it's, wanting to ask you about so this. So it's nothing. It's $4. Your hair is a dream. all I use, but. That's okay. But I do think you have to like do it. I think the more you do it, the more your hair gets used like to the trained. curl. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you diffuse it all the way dry. Like when the bottom, do you like push it yep. up? You just like go like this and just like from the bottom, just keep on moving around your hair and then it's dry. When did you discover that you could do that with your hair? And did it change your know. life? It did because <laughs> growing up, like in high school you and do stuff, your hair. I had to do my hair. I honest, I think one of my cousins would use a diffuser and I just tried it once and, and you're like, out, okay, gold mine. Like 10 minutes versus 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, I'll do this. Yeah. And it looks awesome. Thank you. Okay. I got goals now. Yeah. Goals. Okay. Then also body. How, what oh do you do for your body? Because you are ripped and have no. the best body I've ever seen. I don't know. Do you work out all the time? Do you eat super healthy? What's your what's your what's your routine? I I don't eat terrible. Like I definitely indulge. Like I have my things that I like. What are your so, indulgence? So I I eat cereal for breakfast every morning, okay. and that includes like fruity pebbles or <laughs> great greens. Like I can go either way with it, but. Normally it's a kid cereal and then <laughs> I love milkshakes. So chocolate milkshakes, like I literally, I just crave them. So how I've, often do you have one? Well, it, I go in like waves. So okay. there'll be waves where I have one every day <laughs> and I'm in my car a lot working. So I'm like, Oh, where's your go-to like, place to get one? Dairy queen. 100%. But I grew up in a small town and that's all we had was Dairy Queen. Gotta love and the DQ. Literally, I would get one every day after school. My uncle would pick me up from school and take me to the Dairy Queen. And so it's just like, I don't know. It feels like home and yummy and good. So that's <laughs> what kind thing. of milkshake? Chocolate. Oh, straight chocolate. Only, yeah. Nothing in there? But it has to be vanilla ice cream with chocolate syrup. Okay. If they try to do the chocolate ice cream and chocolate syrup, it's too much. It's too much. I have to take it back. <laughs> I did that. I actually right. did that the other day at the Dairy Queen in Spring Hill. So. You're like, um, I'm sorry. sorry. This is not how it's supposed to taste. And he's like, I'm sorry. It's a chocolate milkshake. I'm like, um, what kind of ice cream did you use? And <laughs> and you're like, I'm like, a professional. Yeah. So he's like, no problem. We will make it again. Vanilla ice cream. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So that's your secret that's, indulgence. And then, I mean, I, so I do eat, I try to eat somewhat healthy. I take a lot of lunches to offices, so it can be hard, mm-hmm. but, um, and then Chuck's super healthy. I know, and he's so fit. Do y'all work out together? We will. We mostly play, play basketball. And then I'm like, oh. I need to work out. You did a, on your Instagram or his, I forgot who, like y'all did like a blindfolded basketball yeah. and you killed it. I've, I, so I played basketball all in high school and it was, it was my favorite sport to play. But We all like um, go to the gym or just so, do it Yeah, at the gym. We, we'll go to the gym. He bought a basketball thing for our playroom. <laughs> but um, we go to the gym. So he always wants to start off the workout by 
playing basketball. Well, then we have like 20 minutes to work out or I do because I have to like pick up kids or do something <laughs> for work or something. So, um, but yeah, we'll work out some together. It's fun, but I just don't have as much time to work out. I don't know. <laughs> do I'm you like just have working. a naturally fast metabolism too? I don't know. I guess, honestly, I feel like it was after I had Avery somehow my body, I don't know what my body did. It's Your weird. body was just like, okay, we got this. I don't know. Let's hope it stays that way if I have any more kids. <laughs> it will. I literally, okay, so Chuck, I told you this earlier, but Chuck um, had a, like a psychic on his morning show the other day. Yeah. And she said that we were going to have twins. And I'm like Googling, can your body bounce back after <laughs> twins? Like, how is that possible? I don't know. But maybe we'll see. I, that's what I, my prayer always has been. Twins, one boy, one girl, done. Knock it out. Knock it out. You'll probably feel awful. Yeah. But why not? We'll see. We'll see if the psychic was right. Psychics, I mean, they're not, they're not supposed to lie. I know. So stay tuned. Okay. <sighs> okay. So obviously I could talk to you forever, but I like to wrap up all my interviews with leave your light. So out of all the things that you've gone through, your life, kids, growing up in this entertainment world, you doing pharmaceuticals, everything you've experienced, what is some inspiration that you would like to share with others that you have learned along the way? Um, I would say like be true to yourself and like make yourself happy because then you can make other people happy as well. Uh, I think I was actually just talking to one of my daughters about that. It's like, you know, do you, and then you can be that for everyone else. But until you really like find yourself and are happy with who you are, it's hard to like put that out there for everyone else. That is so true. Have you always known that or did you no, learn that? I think like I definitely just recently, <laughs> I think started to learn that. Um, you know, going through a divorce was hard. And so I think a lot of that was finding myself. What did you learn in divorce? That it's really hard. And, but it also was, I mean, kind of uplifting just to know, like, I can do this on my own. And, you know, I came out of it and, you know, just being on my own for a little while and living life on my own. I like, I did it. I handled it and it felt good. I felt strong and like happy. I was happy. I had really strong girlfriends and family and I honestly just loved that life too. And luckily, you know, I found Chuck quickly, but. But you got to know you as you alone. Yeah, I did. And it was, I mean, there were like moments where it was sad and it was hard and scary to think, oh, will I be by myself forever? And but I could have been by myself. I like I loved my life by myself. It was how fine. awesome is that? Yeah, it was good. So yeah, I don't know. Love yourself. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I, I, it's taken me a long time to learn self love. Like that was always <clears throat> one of the biggest thing I've struggled with. It's just like feeling worthy and just feeling like good enough. Or I always worried like what other people thought always. too of like every situation I handled, even with my kids, like you need to act this way because so-and-so, you know, is going to see you. Like I was always worried about other people. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, no, like be who I am and be happy with this is who I am. And then I feel like honestly, it's brought the best people in my life since doing that. So I love that. Yeah. You're amazing. Uh, Thank you so much you. for joining me. Love you. This is one of your first interviews, huh? Ever, yeah. <laughs> like a professional. No way. <laughs> Killing it. Knocking it out of the park. You're crazy. <laughs> okay, bye. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With Simelbo Grease, 
fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.